Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm Danny Phillips, the diet doc of Shreveport Bossier, certified personal trainer and fitness nutrition specialist, nationally qualified NPC bikini bodybuilder, social media content creator, and lifestyle entrepreneur. I am here to bring you that empowering nudge you've been searching for to take your next leap of strength in your fitness and health journey. My goal is to give you the tools to success along your journey so that when you have a question or an idea, you know where to go and you no longer feel helpless or overwhelmed with where or how to start. Let's dive in to today's topic. Well, hey there. Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny, and I am your host. And today is going to be a solo episode. I've had a gut feeling for a couple of weeks now that as much as I love my interview podcast and sharing other people's stories, I have stories too. And the reason I connect with the people that I connect with is because we share a bond over stories or experiences. And I want to share those with you too. You deserve that. And a lot of my earlier episodes from the end of 2015 were only five to 10 minutes, very short, which is definitely not a bad thing, but I was also just getting started and working on an app called Anchor where you could only record five minute segments at a time. So I was not really watching the clock and not super focused on my topic or sharing a story without feeling rushed, you know? So today I want to share with you a little bit about me and my coaching practice. And from here on out, I'm tentatively gonna say Wednesdays. I'm going to share with you a solo episode focused on health and nutrition, but perhaps something that I have been through personally or that I'm working through with a client because odds are if a client has a question for me, they are not the only person out there that has that question. I will be sharing interviews and stories from guests still on Sundays. I'm loving those and I feel like you all are as well. So um, if you've left me a rating and review, please send me a message and let me know. I'm still new to understanding these platforms and as of now I can see that I have roughly five to six uh, or six five-star ratings, which is amazing on iTunes, but I've heard that people have tried to leave reviews and haven't been able to, or they can't see it, and I can't see it, so please screenshot it and send it to me so that I can see where the missing link is if it's posted on your end and not on mine. Okay, today I want to share with you a little bit about my coaching and nutrition coaching specifically, and a topic that came up through a client's response to her weekly check-in. For the most part, especially when I have a very specific goal like getting onto a bodybuilding stage and being in a very low body fat percentage and level of leanness to be competitive, I follow a structured flexibility approach to my nutrition. What does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. So simply by looking at the words structured flexibility, you could interpret that many different ways. I like to track my macronutrients or my fats, carbohydrates, and protein grams. 
This is similar to the more well-known form of tracking called calorie counting, except it's more specific. Every food you eat has a combination of macronutrients. The different proportions people eat of macronutrients throughout the day really assist in determining someone's body composition compared to just the weight on the scale. I do believe as of now that tracking your macronutrients consistently is the most effective way to reach a specific goal. I don't believe you should have to track your macronutrients forever, and in fact, I go through phases myself of tracking. For example, when I was on my honeymoon this past January, I did not track my macros. I go through phases where I'm more loosely tracking and estimating a lot of food items. I go through phases where I'm also being very meticulous in order to reach very specific goals. Side note, I'm sitting outside of my house in the backyard, and so if you can hear my dogs running around or panting, they're playing with balls. They're super fabulous, but they do interrupt here and there. So just an FYI. <laughs> so I think it's super beneficial for everyone, and I mean everyone to learn how to track their food and do a slight analysis of what they are eating so that they can understand what they are putting into their bodies and why those foods affect them the way that they do. Of course, there are always exceptions and I don't know everyone listening and what's going on with your personal life, so it's a decision you have to make for yourself. But I think pending any medical diagnosed reasoning or if you're under specific care for perhaps an eating disorder, then it would be well worth your time and effort to track your food for about 12 weeks and really do a deep dive into how that affects you. I have tracked my food since fall of 2015 for the most part, and it's really made a huge difference with being able to maintain a lean physique year-round and control my physical reactions and emotions and behavior a lot better than before. I've done the whole clean eating, quote-unquote, bro science food diet where you eat the same six meals every single day, you know, tilapia and asparagus, brown rice and plain grilled chicken, and I was just a miserable person. I would never, in good conscience, I think, be able to recommend that to anyone that craves variety and has a busy, on-the-go schedule and doesn't necessarily love to meal prep all the time and eat the same things all the time, day in and day out. Simply put, it wasn't for me and I have found that by tracking my macronutrients and being able to interchange foods when I get bored of something or know that I have some options and flexibility when I go out to eat has really changed the game for me and for a lot of my clients. Now the scenario I'm about to share with you is a little more on the intermediate end of tracking and if you want to learn some beginner tips on tracking to help bridge the gap. I do post a tracking video mini tutorial, if you will, on my Instagram once or twice a week, and I share those videos to Facebook, so check those out. My Instagram handle is at Danny Phillips, and that's D-A-N-Y-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S, and I'll have that information in the show notes if you would like to look for it there later as well. Um, if you're interested in a course on learning how to track your food and recipes and meals, I have had a few requests. So I'm putting that together kind of like a little mini course. So send me an email and let me know if that's something you're interested in or what your struggle is with tracking or questions about tracking are. And I'll make sure I get those answered for you and, you know, really put that into a, a well thought out course to make it easy for you to understand. My email will also be below in the show notes, but it's danny at the Okay. So here is the background on this particular scenario. 
my client has worked with me for approximately three months at this point and she's consistently lost about one pound per week which is really fabulous and it, it really makes me smile just thinking about it. I have given her a specific macronutrient range to aim for with each macronutrient. Again, the fats, the carbs, and the protein. I'm not looking at her weekly spreadsheet right now, so I don't know her exact numbers for, but I can, I, it's, not, it's not super important what the exact numbers are. So we're gonna just say approximately she's eating or aiming for about 100 to 110 grams of protein per day approximately 40 to 48 grams of fat per day and approximately 140 to 150 grams of carbs per day. That's what I had given her for goals to aim for based on some previous week's information. So we're going to focus on that carbohydrate number, the 140 to 150 grams. The past two weeks after reviewing her my fitness pal tracking data that she had input, I noticed that on average she tracked about 85 grams of carbohydrates per day which is quite different from 140 to 150. During her check-in emails we discussed whether or not she had tracked accurately, if any meals were missing, what she did well, what she struggled with, and you know a multitude of other things. So in my spreadsheets, and hopefully you can use your imagination here, I put the dates in a column on the left hand side and then I have three columns next to the date, one for each macronutrient. So for each date, I put the total amount of protein for the day, total amount of carbs for the day, and then total amount of fats for the day. At the end of the week, I get an average of each macronutrient for each day, and then I like to color code each square. I color code yellow if the person was below the set goal range. So for example, if they had 130 grams of protein, but their goal was to be between 140 and 150, that would, that would be a yellow square or a block. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. If the person was above the set goal range, then I would put the block in red and it would be green if they were within the set goal range. The goal is to get as many boxes to be green as possible and to show consistency. It's not necessarily a bad thing to be in the yellow or the red. This is data and it indicates a lot and really helps me form the right questions to ask a client week to week. A lot of diets focus on being below your set calorie range or eat less, move more, and that simply is not the case all of the time. We're just more complicated than that, and I need my clients to eat food so that they can function and have energy and be the best self that they can be so that they can show up as their best self for everyone else that they care about. I told my client I wanted to see her be more within the green and focus on getting the optimal amount of carbohydrates in. And then I also asked her about her hunger levels and her mindset and things like that. She responded with a fabulous question and I'm so excited to share it because if you're thinking the same thing, well, if you're thinking the same thing, please let me know how this helps you. But she said, well, she asked, if I am continuing to lose weight, why should I increase my carbohydrates? So again, I had her set at a specific macronutrient range and she's eating about 50 to 60 grams underneath that. So she's wondering like, if I'm still losing weight, why should I bother raising my carbohydrates? A beta. Okay, so what I told her was something to the effect of this. 
When we diet, we want to diet on as many calories as possible. I know that sounds crazy, stick with me. We really hadn't cut any calories or made any drastic changes to her macronutrient intake or proportions up to this point. More so just changed and manipulated this, the balance of macronutrients to be a little bit higher on the protein side and more moderate on the fat and carbohydrate side. I said, if you were continuously losing weight on the higher amount of calories slowly and steadily, I don't necessarily need to make any changes because she was continuously losing at that higher carbohydrate amount. Would we maybe have needed to adjust them sooner than what she kind of did on her own? Possibly. There, there's no one way to do this. Just keep that in mind. There are a lot of different ways, but no specific one way that is absolutely the only right one way. So um, now I told you I asked her about hunger and, you know, how she was feeling mentally. She, I said, if you're hunger wise, if you are comfortable with that amount of food you're eating, then we can keep you at about 85 grams of carbs per day. But at some point, and this is different for everyone and their goals, you will hit a plateau in weight loss or fat loss. And at that sticking point, something has to change. We either have to make a change to nutrition by cutting back on the intake, or we do need to increase cardio and resistance training. Once you reach a set level of protein intake, that does not change much, whether you're in a dieting phase or a maintenance phase or a growth phase. As far as fats go, we may manipulate that a little bit, but for the most part, it's the carbohydrates that we're going to cut or, or grow with. Um, at 85 grams of carbs per day, I really don't have a ton of room to cut much more from that. And I'm not going to put someone on a low to minimal or no carbohydrate approach unless they follow a ketogenic approach to their nutrition for a specific reason. That chats for another day, but this approach is for those who don't have a reason to cut out any food groups or macronutrients and they just want a healthy balance of everything they are eating in life. As she continues her weight loss and fat loss journey, she may find that she is completely happy eating 85 grams of carbs per day, and as she loses more weight, her body won't need quite as much food or energy either, so it could be that this is a really great intake for her. However, again, I can't go much more with her food as far as the carbs go and pending her busy schedule, I don't know how much more time she's willing to spend on workouts consistently. So if she plateaus and she has not yet hit her goals, then what do we do? Well, we have to do what's called a reverse diet or go into a metabolic building phase where we take time to slowly raise calories and macronutrients to more of a maintenance phase uh, level to bring hormones and energy back to normal levels. And one of the goals with these phases is to minimize um, fat gain. You're not going to eliminate it, but you want to minimize um, fat gain, maximize lean muscle mass gains, and again, restore those energy levels and the hormones and focus on other aspects to life besides dieting. It's simply not realistic to stay in a dieting phase or on low calories for a really lengthy period of time. So I kind of want to prolong that period of time before a plateau and not lose weight so fast that a client can't maintain that weight loss. Those phases are definitely for another time and topic and I could go on that for a while, so I'll keep this short. The outcome as of now is, 
that she understands why I wanted her to stay in that slightly higher carb range. Oh my goodness, these mosquitoes are coming out. <laughs> so she's continuing to track. She's happy with her rate of weight loss right now and is comfortable with where she is carbohydrate-wise per day. We're going to check in again next week, see how she feels and what adjustments need to be made or what adjustments don't need to be made. She may find that as she continues to lose weight with her macronutrient levels, it would be a negative to make a change. So as a coach, it's just as important to see when changes do not need to be made and focus on consistency is definitely the key to a successful week. And y'all probably hear that as a common theme throughout all of this, consistency, 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 in gosh, like almost every aspect of life. <laughs> anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and found a way to apply it to your journey in fitness and health. If you did enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend and don't just share it, but tell them why you shared it with them so that they are more likely to listen to it and then take what you find important and useful and then they can apply it to their life as well. If you have any questions about tracking or nutrition, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or an email. I would love to connect with you. Um, I hope you're looking forward to this Sunday's episode, which will be another interview. And I believe I'll be posting my interview with Miss Lauren LeBlanc, the owner of Sleek Physique, which is a boutique fitness gym in Shreveport, Louisiana. Last Sunday's episode, in case you're wondering, was an interview with Jessica Comages, owner of boutique meal prep company called Caspiana Catering and Meal Prep. So those are both fabulous episodes. I highly recommend you go check those out. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Okay, I lied. If you're still here, if you're still listening, I'm super grateful for you. And the reason I put this clip at the end is because this message and kind of request of sorts is for you. I am writing my first book and it will definitely be an ebook. I'm not sure if I'll have any hard copies, but as of now, it's definitely self-published. This is important for you because if you're still here, then you obviously enjoy the content. I am providing and you're interested in bettering yourself with your health and your fitness and as a whole person. So I figure if that's you, then you will be as excited as I am about this ebook. This will be a book about staying healthy and on top of your nutrition and fitness while enjoying your vacation, specifically at Disney World. Ah, I'm so excited, y'all. My family is such a bunch of Disney junkies. And I know that I have really excelled over time at maintaining my health and fitness and staying on track while traveling. So I want to pass along that knowledge and that information and that empowerment to you. I will continue to update you on the book here, but I want you to do me a favor. If you have struggled maintaining your weight loss plan, your nutrition plan, your workouts when you go on vacation, specifically to Disney World or Disneyland, then please, email me at danny at the diet doc.com that's d-a-n-y-e at t-h-e-d-i-e-t-d-o-c.com and let me know what your struggle has been i want to make sure that i cover all of the answers you are looking for and more so that when you come home from your next vacation you will be truly energized and ready to continue on with your journey like you never left instead of feeling like you've backpedaled on your weeks or maybe even months of hard work i cannot wait to hear from you and i will keep you posted
thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most, and if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes, give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible, so thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.